0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Old Chick Snowship Podcast. Today, my guest is Hilary de Cesar. She is the founder and CEO of the Relaunch Company. She is a bestselling author. She has a new book out called Relaunch, Spark Your Heart to Ignite Your Life, which I love that title. She is a student and a teacher of neuropsychology. And today, we are going to be talking all about making this shift from corporate to entrepreneurship
1: so welcome hillary uh jennifer thank you so excited to be here and i can only imagine how awesome this conversation is going to be
0: this is going to be a good one because i have like three pages of notes in front of me <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so, everyone, <laughs> grab your tub of popcorn. We are yeah. like here. Yeah, we're binging here. <laughs> yeah, buckle up, people. We're about to go in. <laughs> Thank this you. A like ten-part Netflix, right here. <laughs> exactly.
0: It's a little going to be a little mini series. So, first of all, where I'd like to start is you know, I as I said to you before we started recording, I've been stalking and um, consuming all of your content, yes, and so. you have an amazing story of kind of your shift from like the top of the corporate heap and making the leap to entrepreneurship. And I'd love for you to take us through that journey. And why? Like what made you decide to make that leap?
1: Mm, God, this is so good because it's so relevant and it is so on point for right now. There, I just saw a stat that says there are now 430 entrepreneur, million, 300, 430 million entrepreneurs now that have wow. left corporate that are, I mean, this is the second largest group right now outside of tech. there are There's so much excitement about it. And I really believe that I often talk about relaunch as three massive things that are going on right now in the entire world. And you've got global relaunches happening, you've got business relaunches happening, and you've got personal relaunches happening. So first time ever, you are being bombarded with all of these, all of the the newness of what's going to be going forward. And it's not new normal, it's a new different. And so As I, you know, have been, (laughs) I I hate to even say it, but over two decades of coaching entrepreneurs and C-suite executives, it's interesting to find that there's always this like, gosh, I've always wondered what it would be like if I did this or that, or I've got this side hobby I love doing. It would be so cool if I, you know, just could go and try doing it for a little bit and, first and foremost, based on my own experience. And yes, I was in Silicon Valley. I was at Oracle for almost 10 years. I did the whole rise from not even knowing how to type to running you know, organizations to getting the top salesperson of the entire company. I think it was at that time over 2000. And from there, it was really super interesting. I had always loved entrepreneurship. And I had dabbled in it even in college, creating my own clothing line to help pay and fund me to be able to go (laughs) study abroad and actually not just eat a baguette every day. So it was an exciting process because I knew I had to do this business, make it work in order to go and do what I ultimately wanted to do. But when I realized that I was really looking for something to spark my interest, the president of Oracle had just left Ray Lane and went to uh, one of the top venture capital firms, Kleiner Perkins. And he called me up and said, Hillary, would you come over and coach for three days, all of our executives, all of our entrepreneurs? And I thought, you know, yeah, I'll totally do that. That sounds so much fun. So I did it and realized that, wait a second, this should be a business in itself, helping people figure out how to scale their businesses. Now, remember, yeah. this was over 20 years ago, so it wasn't called coaching, it was called consulting. It was a very right, business, right? <laughs> right. Well, so I, I ended up doing it. I started this company, um, my first one after Oracle, and it was called Whitespace Inc., I-N-K, with another fabulous woman, uh, Debbie Monroe from Oracle. And we did this and we started to just help other entrepreneurs. And what was great is because I had covered so many different industries at Oracle, I could end up coaching people in like every, every semiconductor equipment manufacturers to, to event coordination programs. And it was just like, I was doing everything. I'm like, this is so cool. Well, then I had a massive relaunch in my own life and got a divorce and realized as my young kids were starting to get more online, that there was something missing. And it was a internet, you know, kind of experience to keep kids safe online. And so that was the beginning of really venturing into entrepreneurship, because I had never taken a, since high school, an actual finance course. And I felt like the biggest imposter as I was going through starting these companies and putting together my, you know, how much I'm going to need to raise and how much I'm going to be, you know, all my spreadsheets and my budgets and everything. And I just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't know what I was doing. So I had to hire all these really amazing people. And there came a point where, I kept thinking I had it really good at Oracle with all this, you know, support systems. And I had yeah, to right. <laughs> I had to learn on the job. And yeah. I think that's probably the biggest thing that people going from corporate into entrepreneurship have to realize that it's yeah. not going to be a slow roll. You're going to be like, you know, jumping into the deep end of the pool. And there's never going to be enough time to learn it all there I isn't. Know. So you need to know the foundation. <laughs> you
0: know how many times I've said, "Where is the tech department? This isn't working. I need somebody to."
1: Fix. Where's the tech? Where's the marketing? Where's the <laughs> where's HR? You, yeah, where's, you know sales? Sales? Anybody? Anybody? Oh, it's me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to talk for a second about women opting out of the corporate world, and it feels to me—and tell me if this is your experience as well—that more women than ever are, you know, reaching that pinnacle of their career and going, yeah, no, I don't think this is it. Like, you know, we've been, and I did this, right. It's like, I checked all the boxes. I did all the things that I was supposed to do, you know, go to school, go to co- go to a good college, get a good job, work your way up the ranks. And then you get there and you're like, um, yeah, okay. I still, I'm still craving something like I'm, something's missing. Like, do you think that's true that there are more women opting
1: out than ever before? Absolutely. So I'll let you know, we are big into research and the Relaunch Co. does a lot of of our own research to really understand the market conditions. And this is the first time we did a survey that came back that the number one reason that people are opting out, starting something new is because of purpose. It used to be like, I want to control my own time. I want to have, you know, I want to be able to make money when I, you know, need to make money and I want to, you know, be able to like have my own life. This time purpose, everything is around from when we were in the pandemic, where we were, you know, really, we had to stay at home. We had to reassess and it really is the great, you know, reassessment that happened. Yeah. Instead of, you know, sure. this resignation followed, but everyone's reassessing what they're going to be Everything. doing. Yeah. And yeah. the importance. And I call it um, we all have a wise woman inside of us. And when you really start to think about what are you when you're, you know, in your final last day, what are you really going to be the most proud of? Right. And it's not going to be working 60, 70 hours yeah. for you know, a corporation, and you're like, you know, just going to the grind, doing it over and over. But there is something when you have the ability to make an impact and change lives. And that's where people now are going there. We call it heart-centered. Heart-centered leadership is now something that is, it's not a nice to have, it is a must-have. And I do a lot of C-suite executive coaching. And it's interesting because they're coming to me saying, okay, I I need help. I need to be able to put this into our culture because we haven't Mm -hmm. had it. And we lost it even more by having hybrid, by having people, you know, so now is the time that people are saying, you know, I want Hillary, that's what I want, but how do I go about doing it? Right. It's that story of like, you know, imposter syndrome. I, you know, yes, I ran a P&L. Yes, I know, you know, I, I sold financial applications, if you can believe this. You know, I mean, I had to do all that yet. I didn't know the real foundation. You gotta know the foundation. And I get a lot of times people coming to me where they're up against the wall, where, you know, they're starting to scale and they're in their six figures and they're saying, I can't get to seven or they're in their seven. They're like, I just can't get to eight. And usually what's happening is there's a breakdown in how you've set up your foundation of the business. And so we have to take a step back before we can go forward.
0: Right. I think especially for midlife women, which is the audience of this podcast, one of the things that I say all the time, because I hear this over and over again in the stories that people tell me is for men, midlife is a little bit of a crisis of identity. Right for women, midlife is a crisis of meaning, as in they're looking at their lives and saying like, okay, what's the meaning of this? Like, what what am I contributing? What's my legacy gonna be? I mean, and and, you know, I shouldn't be so exclusionary to say it's men and women because I think there's (laughs) it's blurred in between. But I hear this over and over again where people are looking for that sense of meaning and purpose in their lives, and often feel like being able to unhook themselves from corporate and go and do their own thing is a way to get there.
1: You just hit on something that I talk about all the time, and it really does cross over in terms of gender intelligence. It crosses over men and women, and it's not about a midlife crisis. It is absolutely about an identity crisis for both women and men, and women lean more into purpose, meaning. Men are equally, though, trying to figure it all out, and when you start talking about your identity... I think that the thing that we always have to be focused on, and I, 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 just, did a, I just did a presentation on this yesterday, so it's very <laughs> front and center in my mind, and we talk about the alter ego, and we talk about shigo, and this ability to get outside of yourself and understand that you have within yourself all of the fear, uncertainty, and doubt. When you create an identity of that future person of you that would have all the success, that would have, you know, the mm-hmm. wealth of a happy lifestyle, happy job, happy this, happy that, what we're really trying to do is create that version of you and it's vision casting into the future. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and when you think about Beyonce and she had, you know, Sasha Fierce was her persona and and, and so many of the top people in leadership have this the ability to put together like you are creating a actor in a play or in a you know movie and you want to know every single thing about them, how their behaviors are, their characteristics, their wants, their desires, their dreams. That's what you do when you're creating your own Shigo and you name them. And so when you're thinking about making the move. And there are those fears and certainties and doubts. What we want to do is create an identity of the person who's like, I got this. I got this. I can do this. And lean more into that person on a daily basis. It's like putting on your bat suit, right? You're literally putting it on. And I literally have them like, you know, think about it from the head to the toes. And by the way, what what are the shoes that that person's going to be wearing? It's so great. And that's that's a great way to look at moving from corporate into entrepreneurship. You're gonna do it, you're gonna be successful, but yeah. step into step into, into that. that.
0: Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. I have Vanessa. <laughs> and that's a whole thing, right? Like Vanessa love is it. my is my alter ego. After oh reading God, after reading Todd Herman's book. I don't know maybe both three or four years ago yeah. maybe three yeah. years ago. I was like, oh, and Vanessa, so my husband's mother when oh. I first started dating him could never remember my name and she would always just call me Vanessa.
1: Oh jeez. <laughs> so, so, yes. so I was that like, is, that is so good,
0: Jennifer. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I'll be Vanessa. <laughs> and so Vanessa became my alter ego. And she is the person who steps on stage when I speak. Yeah. Right. Like she is the person who leads workshops. It's yeah. she's not nervous. No, she's, she's badass. Yes. <laughs> she's seriously badass. And she's also like 30 years younger. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> that well, not and true. I do and I
1: think that when you start to look at this, there's a concept that's in the book. It's called three HQ. I'm and, just gonna,
0: that's gonna be yeah. my next question. Oh, so okay. thank you for well, leading us there. there. But
1: I like I to say when you're creating your your Shigo, this alter ego, I want you to really be thinking about 3HQ. And what that is, is it's come out of IQ of the 60s, 70s, 80s. It was EQ in the 90s. Today it's all about head, heart, higher self. Head, yes, heart, higher self. I you gotta get out too. of your head. Out of your head. That's why we create our Shigo and get into your heart, that heart center, purpose, meaningful space, so that you can tap into the most incredible tools that we have inside of us. And that is the ability to elevate to our higher self, our best version of us, that best version, the Shigo that yeah. we're creating. And have the energy to match it, right? Yeah. Everyone talks about time management. That's bunk. It's energy management. And when you start 100%. to realize how you can do this by getting out of your head, and it doesn't mean, well, wait a second, you know, I really like steps and one, two, three. I do too. I'm I'm all about that. But there's a way to be head-centered, right? Centered, not being busy being busy, not being scattered. And really being, you know, focusly primed and then getting into that heart and being able to understand, as you said, it's the, you know, it's the legacy that you're really trying to leave uh-huh. behind. It's your why. It's your why of, I got to tell you, I have a clients that come to me and they're looking to sell their businesses. And, you know, the, I'm thinking of one specifically was uh, in the process of selling the business for over 200 million. And they had really gotten to the end it's negotiations and i asked what's your relationship like with it happens this is a a gentleman but you know what's your relationship with your wife it's really it's not very good well what about your kids not very good well what do you plan to do once you have sold this business and he's like i don't know this is just what i've always wanted to do is sell my business for over 200 million And so everything was off. Nothing was aligned. And whether you're starting a business and you have never done it, whether you're scaling your business and you're about to hit your first six figure or whether you're, you know, really thinking about selling it in the next step, if you're not so clear. And we call them rocket goals at the Relaunch Co. If you're not so clear on your rocket goals, and people are funny with the word goal, it could be priorities, objection or objectives, it could be anything. Uh But if you're not, it's when you get off course. Uh And instead of hitting where you're going, instead of nailing it, you miss it, right? One degree when you're sailing, right? Gets you totally in the wrong and you end up hitting a different continent. So (laughs) it's super important. Super important to really, you know, gain that foundation, gain that core and be able to, no matter, you know, which way, you know, which way the wind is going to blow you to try to blow you off course, which we've been blown off course a lot over the last few years, you're able to recover, you're able to, you know, kind of get back on track.
0: Yeah. And I loved, I, you know, when I was listening to your story and I love the concept of, you know, the head, heart and higher self, like, honestly, I truly believe that those things are inseparable. And the problem that most of us have, and I see this so often is that we have been conditioned to, to, be ruled by our head, by our thoughts, by, you know what I mean? The be productive, you know, and we're forgetting the heart and higher self. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is we need to give the right job to the right part. Like, yes, we still need our incredibly intelligent minds, (laughs) but without the heart and without the higher self, like, how do we know where we're going? So, How do you counsel people to get in touch with those parts of themselves if they've never have in their career before, like the heart and the higher self?
1: Oh, let me tell you, I'd say, you know, you're not alone if you're listening and you're like, oh my God, I'm so in my head. That's the way I've always managed. That's the way I was taught. That's how every single one of my predecessors, my own leaders have been. And so we we have to start by breaking it down and especially in the head. The way we break it down is, you know, and, and when I say this, your business has 3HQ. You yourself has 3HQ within yeah. you, both, yeah. right? And it's almost like alter ego. Well, your business needs to have an alter ego as well. Okay. Right. Pretty cool concept. You know, name it, claim it, <laughs> and really make sure that you're, you know, you're you're embracing that. So the 3HQ, when you're getting out of your head, it's the thought process around what are your what's your business all about? What are you thinking about the business? How is it being thought of by others, right? And there's victim and there's the, you know, the visionary type of roles. And we want to make sure that we're victorious in how we're positioning it with our thoughts. And then there's another area that we call bugs, which are beliefs underground surfacing. And you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, I'm a geek out on neuroscience and I, I love it. Me too. I love love it. <laughs> God, I could, that, that could be a whole nother conversation for us. But when you start to look at your business has limiting beliefs, and if you're a reflection of your business, where are those limiting beliefs coming from? They're coming from you and that you have transported them onto your business. So we really need to get in touch with those. What is it? Oh, you know, Q2 is never a good quarter for us. Well, why? Right. Like, who said that? Like, you know, that's, yeah, that's just something that we, we come up with. Well, I never, you know, we never have success on the first launch. Okay. So then once you get past that, then there's this whole idea around your identity that's actually in the head. And so you create these alter egos. So that's the first part. Then in the heart, you have to get to what are you really doing and make money is not an answer. And we dive deep into money stories, the emotional trauma that has caused you to have, I mean, how many times do we have, like, why do we have a roller coaster? We call it the relaunch roller coaster of finances. One month it's really great. Then the next it's not. What happens there? Well, what's happening is it's your perception and perspective around money. And so we go deep into that. And when you really start to understand that there are emotional blocks that are happening that are not allowing the business or yourself as if you're moving from corporate into entrepreneurship you have to make sure that you have this open heart to be able to be a heart-centered leader and then from there you after you've really gone into your wise woman and asked why 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 there's always something that comes up that we need to make sure that we're addressing because it will directly impact and get you back in your head. Now, getting into your head and getting into your heart, it almost is like an infinity, right? It's like
0: yeah, a, a loop. You're,
1: yeah. yeah, and you're, you're going, and that's, that's part of being human is being, right? Not doing, but being mm-hmm. and being present and being willing to think about what you're doing and how you're causing it to occur in your life. And then when you talk about that higher self, The higher self is your energy level. It's where you really have to be focusing. And and a lot of times people are like, higher self, what is that? That's so woo. It's really not. It's the best version of you. And whether you think that that's coming from, you know, God or spirit or universe or whatever, their light, you know, whatever you believe it to be, you have to be able to elevate yourself. So when you wake up in the morning and you're, I, I ask people to assess their energy. Where are you? Uh-huh. What are you feeling? What's that emotion? Emotion has a number attached that's actually a vibrational number. And we look at that and we say, yeah, are you already waking up where you're like, I got to do this? I yeah. got to do that low, low, low level. And then you go and you have to create something that is going to be very impactful for your business. And you wonder why it, it, it it's falls not working. flat. It falls flat because you think, oh my God, I remember I wrote that that day, that morning. Uh, you have to be in the right space. And then also it has to do with understanding and digging into that purpose the idea yeah. around it of what's really going to light you up you you mentioned the book relaunch spark your heart spark yeah. your heart to ignite your life you got to be looking at how are you is it a dull like have you just like flamed out or are you literally building you know the ember putting everything in place to ignite such an impact in the world And that's when you can, you know, continue to operate, not with the law of attraction, which is, you know, like attracts like, because when we're operating low level, you're going to attract that, but really operating from the law of vibration, which the law of attraction falls into. That's where the magic happens.
0: Hey there, just a quick break in the conversation to share some important information from one of the companies that support this show. Ladies, you're going to want to check out HempLily.com, especially if you have symptoms of perimenopause and menopause, like insomnia or hot flashes. Hemply offers an alternative wellness product that can help you stay asleep at night, relax away stress and anxiety, soothe achy body parts, as well as reduce hot flashes and night sweats. I've been using CBD and hemp products for my unending menopause symptoms for years. I mean, are the hot flashes and night sweats ever going to end? And honestly, they've been a game changer for me. No more waking up a thousand times every night. They help me stay asleep and wake up feeling refreshed. And what I love most about Hemp Lily is that if you're not sure which product will work best for you, you can simply give them a call. They offer free consultations before, during, and after your purchase so you get the relief you need, backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So go to HempLily.com today and use the code CHICKS, C-H-I-C-K-S, at checkout for 25% off your entire order and free shipping anywhere in the United States. Now, you all know that I love a great reinvention story and also supporting women-run businesses. Hemp Lily's founder, Terry Yuzon had fibromyalgia, and she refused to believe that taking prescriptions for the rest of her life was the only answer. Along her journey to restoring her health, she discovered that hemp was the answer for many other issues along with menopause symptoms, and so she created Lily to share this knowledge with you. More and more women are now using hemp CBD to manage the daily symptoms that stand in the way of creating their best next chapter. Lily brings you top quality products so that you can feel great and live your best life. So if you seek calm and productive days, a pain-free body improved memory and focus, restless nights, and less symptoms of menopause, head over to hemplily.com, that's H-E-M-P-L-I-L-Y.com, and enter the code CHICKS to save 25% off your entire order. Now, let's get back to the conversation. Yeah. And I often describe your higher self as the part of you that sees beyond the fears, doubts, and limitations, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that mm-hmm. part of you that knows what's possible that's out there. Mm-hmm. I love that so much because, you know, like I said before, it's impossible for us to separate the parts of ourselves, right? And it's like, you know, we go to work and we take our head, but maybe we park our heart and we're definitely not in touch with, you know, mm-hmm. that other part of ourselves. And like, when I left my corporate career, like, That's what I finally realized. Like for the longest time, I realized there was like something missing and I couldn't put my finger on it. And even though I was very successful and I was checking all of the boxes, I finally realized that I wasn't like my heart wasn't in it. Like I wasn't like super passionate about it. And the one thing I said when I left was I want to wake up and be passionate and excited about whatever it is I do next. And I had no idea (laughs) what that was going to be. But that criteria was like my heart has to be in it.
1: Mm, that if you can really get to, the, as everyone's listening, really get to that concept again of what lights you up, right? Oh, yeah. You got to oh. like, say, what is it? And the answer, you know, nothing lights me up. Then that's an even bigger reason to go out and find it because we yes. all have it we all have the ability and you know you think about like one of those match lighters is you know you just flick it and it just goes on you don't even have to like you know try to rub two sticks together to make this happen we're talking instantaneously click it and yeah. find that find that inner glow cuz yeah. my gosh you know it it beats all the botox and all the all the other stuff you can be doing this is inner beauty coming out when you're happy ha huh, that isn't that so true oh. that is so
0: true Yeah. And, you know, and this is the thing, like so many people, you know, join my community and they're like, you know, I'm stuck. I don't know what that thing is. Like, I know I want to be excited about my life. And I'm like, it's in you. It's inside of you, right? But we search outside. We search all the places, right? But really, and especially when we reach midlife, it's about turning inwards. So we spend our entire life doing for our careers, our kids, our families, and checking all the boxes, doing all the things. And then we get to this part of life where this longing, this gnawing thing inside us is like getting louder because it's asking us to pay attention, right? Mm -hmm. And then that's that's the signal to tune
1: in, to go inwards because the answer is there, Mm. I I am right there with you, and when yeah. I hear people say, you know, I've lost touch with, you know, my intuition's not working, and you know, my picker is bad, and this is not right, and <laughs> right. I'm just like, you know, if we really can say right now, let's dust it off because it's yeah. inside of you. You yeah. have it, so let's dust it. Out. Let's do a little house cleaning, yeah. and let's do a little mind cleaning, and let's you know really get you ready. We're coming into a new year, new you. How awesome. It is time to relaunch now. You know, yeah. no more, no more putting you on the back burner. And that's the thing that women, as you said, we're so like we're we're focused on so many, you know, so many other things. Everything can end up being a focus for us, except on ourselves. And that's why, you know, being stuck is not a possibility. And I love um Tony Robbins said. You know, all you have to do is take even like a small little like inch step, and you're no longer stuck. You can't be stuck and moving. You yes. can't, it's virtually <laughs> impossible. impossible. So, yeah. what can you do? What can you do right now to just even the even the thought of I'm tired of being stuck. Yes, Boom, that's a step. Oh, that's a step. <laughs> well, and that's the other it. part
0: is, you know you're in like, you have to build a relationship with your intuition, just like any other relationship. And if you've ignored it for 10 years and then you're like, where are you? My, your intuition's like, uh, yeah, no, I left a long time ago. Right. And so you have to start with like the small things, right? Like start building that relationship so that you learn to trust each other.
1: (laughs) Completely. Right. People say, well, I did listen to my intuition and it was wrong. Uh. I say, I say, what if it was not wrong? and it was your interpretation of it that was right right, right. That's the thing your intuition is giving you everything you need in the right way the problem yes. is that we're so we have so much noise in our head that we can't Amen. hear it we can't hear it and they say you know and if you're hesitating on something which we hesitate on trusting it's time to meditate on it <laughs> yes know you gotta and you know meditate can be three deep breaths you know it changes everything about your physiology I mean you have to be able to do that so yes, there's so much there's so much here that you know again sometimes we talk about there's something we call formula of change and the formula of change is if you think of resistance on the right maybe you're stuck whatever you're underwhelmed uh, overwhelmed that's on the right And you have to have the formula says you have to have on the left, it be greater. And greater is you really have to understand what are you dissatisfied with? Understanding it. But then you have to have that vision cast, the V. So Uh D, dissatisfaction times V, vision. And then guess what you do? Plus one small step. It's your first step. It's that next step. It's that next action. Yes. And when you do that, you become a greater entity on the left side of the equation. And you're now moving into momentum. You're getting on the launch pad with your rocket, and you're now ready to hit that button that ignites those thrusters, yeah. right? It like goes,
0: poof. love that. Love and that like, formula. That's what, that's what we're doing. So good. How do people know? So if somebody listening is in corporate and they're seriously considering making the leap into entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart, (laughs) how does somebody know whether it is the right thing for them?
1: Mm. So I think that it's not a, it's not something to be taken lightly, right? They say decisions are things that we need to ask better questions to get the answers. And a decision to do that needs to be thought out. And a lot of times what I'll say is, is it possible to have this as a side hustle initially? Uh-huh. Is it possible to start to lay the foundation? Is it possible to really think about, you know, making sure that you know, now now I've been doing it for so long, putting your budgets together, understanding, you know, what are your expectations of the business? And uh-huh. there's certain questions that you need to be asking that it opens your eyes on, you know, who are you going to be, you know, hanging out with what community is going to be helping you? Because, as you know, as we've discussed, you know, entrepreneur can be entrepreneurship is very lonely. You talk about, you know, being at a high level in a corporation, and you know, that's lonely. No, this is so (laughs) much more. And so so you have to have that, you know, surrounding. And I always talk about, you know, again, it's, the foundation of making sure that you have checked the boxes that say, these are the reasons you're doing this. And as soon as somebody says, you know, oh, well, you know, I really, I just, you know, I think it'd be a better way to make money or it's the wrong reason, the wrong reason if the money thing is there, but we have to be smart business women and understand that business is about making money. But when you are doing what you love and you're impacting lives, all of a sudden, the more you impact, the more you'll make. And yeah, so true. we just have to get really, really clear on, you know, those initial questions. And they're they're usually around the 3HQ.
0: Right, right. You know, and that's that's so true. Like having something that is going to pull you forward through the tough times, because I can't tell you on my journey how many times I got stuck somewhere and I was like, okay, that's it, I quit. And then 30 minutes later, I'm like, no, you're not quitting. <laughs> like, I can't. I literally can't. Even if I want to, I can't because I feel so passionate about what it is that I'm doing. And then it's like, okay, figure out how to get unstuck and keep moving forward, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to have something on the other side of it. And money for most people is just, I don't think, well, I shouldn't say that. Maybe it is for some people, but like for a lot of people, that's not the reason why you started. Like, that's not the reason why you opted out of corporate was for oh, you money. Wanna,
1: you want to have a success for sure. Yeah. But, and, you know, there are also money stories that are the reverse of if I become too successful, then, right, you know, what will happen, you know, I'm going to be alienated from my family. And, you know, we don't buy stuff like that, or, you know, rich people, you know, do that. And all of a sudden, it's like, wait, is that going to be me? And it is, it's an interesting, we call them bugs, those beliefs underground surfacing those limiting beliefs, we all have bugs. We all have these things that have to be exterminated, that have to be, you know, blasted. And the sooner that you can notice them, get to them, that's when you can get past that, hey, should, it's like that, you know, the class, should I stay or should I go? Right, right. It's kind of like, you got to assess this. And when's the right time? When is that? And, you know, will you have the support? behind you. Because um, I just talked about this the other day as well, advice. You go out and you ask people for advice and you're usually asking your friends or, you know, you're asking people that have never done it. And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. That's such a great (sighs) idea. And then you're like, okay. And you're polling. It's like this big poll and, you know, well, he said this and he, I don't know. And then you get more confused about what you really should do. There are so many fabulous coaches out there that can help. That can help streamline it and you know you avoid the you know i always say the top three things in entrepreneurship are time team money right you got to start thinking about you know time management is a thing of the past it's energy management it's the when you think about the team you're your team initially right (laughs) Right. understand (laughs) that and then as you grow there's gates with scaling you get through you know the the different levels of growth and at that point you need more people and I do this assessment where I'll let you know, like how many hours each week should you be focused in different areas, marketing, Ah. sales and finance and, you know, all of that. And we break it down so that you have, you feel like empowered that, you know, I'm doing the right thing. And then, you know, it's the, you know, again, you got to be thinking about the finances, thinking about, but that goes to really being very clear on how are you going to make the money too? Because we don't want to waste. Money on things that aren't going to give us back what right. we're putting in with a 10x or whatever you're going to be going for. We want to make sure we're successful.
0: Yeah, and I I think I would add to that list that you also have to be prepared to go on a pretty deep personal development journey because you alluded to this. You are your business, <laughs> and generally, what's being reflected in your business is something like the bugs that you talked about is something in you, and if you're not willing to go deep. And sometimes it's uncomfortable, right? Like you got to face things about yourself that maybe A, you didn't know, or B, you just are like, mm, I don't know if I want to change that, right?
1: Absolutely. We call it the G zone. The G zone sounds really great. It helps you get out of the burnout zone. It helps you get out of your comfort zone, but it's also your growth zone. The G mm. stands for growth, gratitude, greatness, and genius. And so you have to be really thinking about growth because that is as you said, you uncover some of the worst things about you and the best, best things, things about, about you. you. Amen. <laughs> so what was the G zone you said? Gratitude so it, it's growth, growth, gratitude, greatness, genius. These are oh. all areas that you have to be really thinking about and when you are back to this alter ego, the Shigo, when you're looking at that person who has all of the rocket goals that you have put out for yourself for the year, what types of growth opportunities does that person take? Are they in wow. courses? Are they in masterminds? Are they, you know, what are they doing to elevate themselves? Are they reading? You know, are they having a, an amazing morning routine? you know, what is it? And that's all part of the G zone. It's part of your higher self. Your best self is when you are operating consistently in the areas of the G zone.
0: I love that so much. I just wrote that down because it's so good.
1: Awesome. <laughs> I agree. And I, you know, and it's one of those that when you're feeling run down, you realize, and it's a bullseye the way i put it like the G zones in the middle. And then each of the comfort zone and burnout zone is that yikes, you don't want to be there. Right. But it happens more often than not with entrepreneurs where I just got to do this. I just got to get this done. I just have to make it happen. And that's when the adrenal fatigue hits. That's when all, you know, you end up with that, you know, all of the different, you know, this in your body and, and trust me, <laughs> been there. Been yeah. there, you know, awful, and it's not a good place.
0: Well, and I think, too, you know, a lot of people, again, and I'm going to say this about women, a lot of women opt out of the corporate life because they feel burnt out and then hop themselves over to the entrepreneurial world and end up burning themselves out again because, if you haven't kind of taken those steps to address all of those things that got you to burnout, like what are those mindset pieces that got you to burnout in the first place? Right. I, and I, I was one of those people, like I ended up like basically fried <laughs> by the end of my corporate career and had to unpack, like, what was it about me that got me to that place? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy just to hop over and take the same behavior and the same belief system with you and then just put yourself right back in that place.
1: And... You knew what you were doing before because you were successful doing it corporate. You had the, you know, you had the systems, the support, and all of a sudden you go over to entrepreneurship and you're learning a whole new way of doing this. And so that's why we always say it's like that foundation is your core and core. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it because I have to C-O-R-E and it's the, you have to be consistent consistently doing all of the the things that actually matter to creating this successful business. You have to be organized. You have to be focused on results. Uh-huh. Everything is about results. Everything can be tested and measured. Everything in your business. Right. Setting up how to do that is something that, you know, I I take pride in it because I've done this for so long. I'm like, everything. You know, you give me a challenging one, I'll figure it out. And then E is that energy. Right.
0: Yeah, and I think what you what you just alluded to about a completely different way of doing business and how you know three HQ like so imperative to that you know new way of doing business. If that wasn't the way you were operating in corporate, like this absolutely needs to be the way that you
1: are operating in the world world of entrepreneurship
0: from the beginning, right? From the beginning,
1: yeah, right. And And I just you've already been going in your business. This is the thing. As I said, it's like a it's like an eight. It's like an infinity. You can start at any time and that's the greatest part, but how awesome if you're just starting your business to incorporate it from the beginning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love this so much. If anybody listening takes anything away from this conversation, I want you to remember 3HQ. Like... Head, heart, and higher self. Got to have all of those peoples at the table. Like that is your new board of directors right there. I love
1: that. Exactly. (laughs) That's so
0: awesome. (laughs) That is your new board of directors. So I know all of this is in your book. It is. So everybody go get this book. I'm about, I have not read it yet, but I'm about to go read it (laughs) because I love this so much.
1: So go get the book. It's relaunch. Can you tell me the subtitle again? Yeah. Spark Your Heart to Ignite Your Life. And Spark you can get Your on Heart Amazon. And okay. I also would like to offer as a gift from both of us that you can come on over to the relaunch co. You have to put in the com our website, and book a 20-minute call with me. And during that call, I will give you an actual ebook, Spark Your Heart, the relaunch book. You'll get a copy of oh. that. And we'll talk about specifically what could hold you back and uh, getting and starting that foundation for your business. Whether you, like I said, if you're five-figure, six-figure, seven-figure, 8 figure, it doesn't matter. Everybody needs to know it.
0: All right. Well, we'll make sure all of that gets in the show notes for sure. This was a fantastic conversation.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're terrific. <laughs> Thanks. To that,
0: so. so to everybody listening, go on over to Amazon, get Hillary's book, The Relaunch. How to? Gosh, why can't I not say this? Spark your heart, ignite
1: your life. <laughs> your life. Spark your heart, re-launch. ignite your life. Just re-launch. Just oh, put relaunch, in Hillary relaunch.
0: That's it. <laughs> Hillary, relaunch, and it'll pop up. Go get this book if you are considering entrepreneurship. Please go get this book, and I would love it if anything in this podcast episode resonated with you. Please feel free to go ahead and subscribe. Or give us a rating or a review wherever you listen to your podcast. And even better, share this with a friend. If you have a friend who's thinking about the entrepreneurship journey, please share this episode with Hillary and I with them. That would be the greatest honor that you could give to both of us. So thanks for listening. And until next time. Thank you for listening to the Old Chicks No Shit podcast. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give is to share this podcast with a friend, subscribe, rate and review our podcast on iTunes or wherever it is that you listen in.